Good morning and welcome to worship here at Highland Valley United Methodist Church. It's really, really good to see the faces of all of you who are here with us in the sanctuary this morning. It makes such a difference. Amen to be here together in this place. And to all of you who are joining us this morning online uh, as we worship here live, we, we welcome you as well. And as and to those who will join later, who will view uh, after the fact during this week to make certain that you hear a word from the Lord from Pastor UC this morning. We, uh, we praise God that we have the ability to do both right now as people determine how comfortable they are being back here in this place and those who are vulnerable and unable to be here at all can actually still view the worship service. So this is... You know, the best of both worlds, we hope, uh, as we continue uh, to try to stay safe and be present here as much as possible. Uh, we pray that each and every one of you will feel God's loving presence, that you will know how much the Lord loves you, and you will feel, uh, feel that God is present with you in this moment as we worship together. Now... Today's message is about being a witness, so now's the time for you to take out your phone and share the worship service with others, if possible, uh, especially for you who are at home and viewing on Facebook or YouTube. You can share this service with your family and your friends and help others to come to know Jesus as their Savior and learn uh, about how to be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. If you are here with us this morning, we'd like for you to remember that uh, you... Oh, <laughs> hi, I'm hearing myself now. Um, so uh, you will be ushered out uh, from the back to the front as we leave worship together uh, after the benediction today. So please remember just to stay seated until uh, an usher comes and... Uh, and um, tells you it's your turn to leave the sanctuary. In addition, there are boxes on the way out the door, offering boxes. If you've brought your offering with you today, uh, we won't be passing a plate uh, during the offertory, and so there'll be an opportunity for you, for you to leave your offering envelope in the box as you are leaving the sanctuary today. So now, as we prepare our hearts for worship, will you bow with me for a word of prayer? Gracious and loving God, we are grateful that your steadfast love endures forever and grateful for the grace that was made powerful and real through the life, death, and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. May we worship you in spirit and in truth this and every day with every breath, with every thought, every word, and every deed. May we become more like the Master as we journey through this life, and may we be a witness to your grace to others who need to know about you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Sunday of Lent, where we are examining our five vows that we made to support our church. We said we would support our church with our prayers, our presence, our service, our gifts. And today we're examining the fifth vow that we said we would support our church with our witness. Now, this made me think of a really funny story. A few years ago, I had to go pick up the youth. It was three girl, three girls. I had to go pick up some girls from a youth camp. Before we even made it into the car, the girls had already started talking. Miss Crystal, can we please go to Chick-fil-A? Can you believe there is no Chick-fil-A in this town? We have not had Chick-fil-A in a whole week and the whole car ride. Ms. Crystal, can, can we, you got it. Can you check your map? Can you find the nearest Chick-fil-A? It's almost lunchtime. Can we go to Chick-fil-A? Like they would not stop talking about Chick-fil-A. And finally I turned and I was like, just tell me what it is. And exact words. One of the girls said, Miss Crystal, their chicken is impeccable. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was so, the way they spoke about Chick-fil-A, it's the love of their life, no doubt. Chick-fil-A is the love of their life. But that story got me thinking, we've got to talk about our church like that. That's what witnessing is. It's showing and telling people that we love Jesus, that Jesus is most important in our lives, and we come to church to learn about Jesus. And I thought, you know, we recommend books. We recommend TV shows. I mean, these girls could not talk about Chick-fil-A enough. And where do you think we went? We drove about an hour, and we found a Chick-fil-A. And if only we talked about our church like that, if we witnessed for our church, if we talked so lovingly and passionately, and if we were as on fire for our church as these girls were for Chick-fil-A, I think we would be making disciples that make disciples, no doubt. So this week, I challenge you to be a witness. And what I need you to do is, first of all, act like a witness. A lot of times people are going to look at your actions and not just your words. And the other thing I want you to do this week, and this is for me, when people ask you, where do you go to church? Because they're going to notice like, wow, there's something about this, this person. I need to know more. Where do you go to church? I often say, I go to Highland Valley, the one across the street from Kroger. I'm not going to do that anymore. 
When people ask me, where do you go to church? I'm going to say, I go to Holland Valley. You know that church that feeds 400 people every week? Or I go to Holland Valley. It's, it's that church that is really trying to make a difference in racial injustice. Or I go to Holland Valley. I go to the church where the adults gave up their whole building because they love the kids so much. I'm going to talk about my church the way those girls talked about Chick-fil-A. So this week, be a witness. Show people Christ. Tell people Christ. Talk about what Christ has done for you. And people are going to want to know more. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for our church. We thank you for all our church does. It's so easy to be a witness for Highland Valley because we are a church that loves God. We are a church that knows Christ, and it is our mission to share Christ. Just be with us and guide us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for being here today in person, those who are here, and for others who are joining us through the uh, social means of uh, attending worship service. I invite you to our scriptural text for today, which is taken from Acts chapter 1, verses 7 through 11. He replied, It is not for you to know the time or the period that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up towards heaven, Suddenly, two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, whom, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Sure, we pray for a moment. Bless now, Lord, this effort of lifting up your word, of saying what you would have me to say. May your people be blessed, your kingdom extended, and the name of Jesus lifted. Amen. Our text for today out of Acts led me to the subject matter of called to be a witness. The kind of witness those young ladies were about Chick-fil-A. Impeccable. I, I tend to agree. <laughs> Our text represents a matter that is vital to our Christian belief as we have gone through this series of sermons on the vows that we make or that we take uh, when we become members of the United Methodist Church. We have talked about the vow of prayer. 
and its importance. We've talked about the vow of presence, the vow of our service, the vow of our gifts. And today we close this series of sermons out talking about our vow to witness. Our witness rides upon the clarion call of Jesus during the 40 days in which our risen Lord stayed here upon earth, showing himself to the apostles. He gave many convincing proofs that he was alive, yet Luke indicates that he taught them. He spoke to them about the kingdom of God and the coming of the Holy Spirit. Now, the disciples misunderstood the relationship between the kingdom of God and the coming of the Holy Spirit. They reasoned that if the Holy Spirit was coming, then the kingdom of God must be coming also. This was the premise of their question in verse 6 of chapter 1 in Acts, when they said, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? Now, this question must have filled Jesus with dismay. You see, these words revealed several mistaking in several mistakes in their understanding. You see, the verb restore shows that they were expecting a political and a territorial kingdom. The noun Israel indicates they were expecting a national kingdom. And they were expecting all of this to happen immediately. Let's just say they missed it. We miss it sometime, don't we? And though they were not, they, they were not to know the time or the day, what they should know was that they would receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit had come upon them. Now, between the Spirit's coming and the Son's coming again, they were to be witnesses in an ever-widening circle of telling the good news about Jesus. In fact, the whole interim period between Pentecost and the return of Jesus is to be a time of witnessing for Jesus. Believers are called to a worldwide mission of witnessing. As followers, we are to be his witnesses to the ends of the earth to the very end of the ages. This command extends to all believers. None of us get to say that's not what I'm called to do. For it extends to all of us. None of us are exempt from the, the, the ministry of witnessing. 
We can witness in our own circles of friends. We can witness on our job. We can witness to people we meet going and coming from day to day. He, Jesus, as he was, before he was taken up, says to the disciple, I want you to be my witness. Don't miss this. The life that began by a supernatural birth ends with a supernatural ascension. The Bible says that Jesus was taken up and a cloud covered him. The vivid pictorial of Jesus' ascension into heaven serves to give tangible form to the apostles' testimony concerning the exhortation of Jesus. Jesus gave a clarion call to them before he ascended back into heaven. Listen to what verse 8 says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The word strikes the note of the whole book of Acts. Believe it, you and I ought to be in the business, the lifelong business, of being a witness for Jesus. We have been subpoenaed to be a witness for Jesus. It is important that we appear on the stage and testify to Humanity, wherever we might be, we are to be witnesses as we attend to the affairs of life. Yes, Jesus understands the trepidation and the hesitation that can impact us when it's time for us to witness. Sure, standing and witnessing for Jesus can be daunting, you see. Sometimes we might have to stand all by ourselves. Sometimes the odds may seem against us. Therefore, Jesus talks about power. Now, power is of various kinds. There is physical power. There is the power of knowledge. There is the power of wealth and of rank, but for this mission that Jesus is calling us to, to be personal witnesses for him, we need spiritual power. One year, New Year's Day, in the Tournament of Rose Parade, beautiful float, sputtered and slowly came to a stop. It was out of gas. The whole parade was 
interrupted because this one float had ran out of gas. And, and the, the amusing thing, after they had, had gone and gotten a, 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 some gas and put into this float, the amusing thing about it was that this float represented, represented Standard Oil Company. With all of its vast resources, with its wealth of oil supply, its float in the parade ran out of gas. How interesting. Often, Christians neglect their spiritual power source. And we, like that float, run out of gas. Spiritual power will make you an influential witness for Jesus Christ. The Spirit empowers us to bear witness to forgiveness of our, to the forgiveness of our sins. And it enables us to bear witness to the transformative power of the Holy Spirit. He gives the power to have faith. The power to love. The power to pray the power and the courage to keep on going when the odds seems against us. With the power of the Holy Spirit, believers and faith communities and the cause of God conquering this world with his love and with his kindness is unconquerable. Our mission is to speak the truth, the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. The truth. Your truth. About what Jesus has done in your life. Your truth. About the saving power of Jesus Christ. Your truth of how Jesus restored your deep brokenness. Your truth about how your eyes were open to the unwise decision you once made in life. Are you willing? Are you really willing to be a witness for Jesus Christ? Not an echo of somebody else's story, but a witness of your own story. A witness to the awesome thing God has allowed this faith community to do even in the midst of a pandemic. Are you willing to be a witness? We are to witness for the same Jesus who rose from the grave. The same Jesus who ascended back into heaven. The same Jesus who says, I will come again. The same Jesus that walks and talks with you. Same Jesus. Years ago, some men were mining for gold in Montana. One of the men came upon this rock and he took it and he tapped on it with his hammer, hammer and, uh, and it opened. And therein was some gold. The other men gathered around who were mining with him and, and they started digging in that area. And true enough, they hit this, this ore of gold. 
They started celebrating. They started shouting and jumping for joy. We are rich. We're rich. And in the midst of their shouting and in the midst of their celebration, they realized that they needed to go back into one of the towns for supply. Before they left, they made a pact among themselves. They said, now when we get to town, no one will speak of this matter. Right? Right. They went into town. Sure enough, they gathered their supplies. They met back at the meeting point, and they were, they were getting ready to leave. But when they met back at the meeting point, a hundred plus men of, men of the town met them there also. They wondered. Who squealed? Who told it? So they asked some of the men and the men from the city, from the town that they asked. They said, nobody told us. We could tell it by the look on your face. Ah, isn't that what it is to be a Christian? That they can tell it by the look upon our faces. They can tell it by our body language. They can tell it by our smile. They can tell it by how we treat one another. You don't have to sometimes say a word. Just live the life and be a witness. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Pastor UC, for your reading of the word in today's message. As we prepare our hearts for worship through our, our giving, I'd like to extend an invitation to you to prayerfully consider new ways that you can be a witness for Christ. Join our evangelism team. Volunteer for one of our missions in the church. Help with Adopt-A-Street. Or create a new opportunity to serve that's close to your heart. And the list goes on. Please remember that your continued generosity, all these possibilities remain uh, available to us and more. As you're preparing your tithes and offerings and second mile gifts, please join me for a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for bringing us together today. Please help us to receive your Holy Spirit and go forth bearing witness to the gospel of Jesus Christ. May you shine through each of us at home, school, work, and beyond. Bless these gifts, making Highland Valley a witness to our local community and the entire world. May the words of our mouths, the meditations of our hearts, and the actions of our hand and feet point a lost and hurting world toward you. Through this, give us a renewed commitment to uphold our vow of witness. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. to be understood 
and from a need to be accepted from the fear of being lonely I shall not want when I taste your goodness. I shall not want from the fear of serving others. Oh, and from the fear of death or triumph. From the fear of humility.
because of the, the, of the disciples' witness, they influenced others. And they likewise influenced others. And on and on. And part of the reason we are here is because someone, somewhere, somehow witnessed to us. I am sure you don't want, you don't want this to stop with you or with us. So let's leave here being a witness so the story will continue on and on. In his blessed name, see you next time.